Hi everyone, and welcome to A Hairy Situation. I'm Emily. And I'm Tosh. So today we don't have the other Emily here again. Or a special guest. Or a special guest. It's just me and Tosh um, sitting in a closet. Uh, <laughs> but P-O-D-C-A-S-T. No? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Emily, the other Emily won't be joining us for the next two episodes either because she's finishing her dissertation. Yeah, smart people over here. <laughs> all the smarties. Yeah, yeah. Um, By which I don't mean me. <laughs> it's just the Emily's that are smart and that yeah. do our research, you know, for yeah. the yeah. podcast and other areas of our lives. I'm just here to make uninformed comments. Yeah. So, you know, if you feel like dropping her a little word of encouragement or even a congratulations in our Instagram or Twitter comments, go for it. So, um, just a little bit of Harry news. When this episode releases, or the day it is released, Harry Styles will have dropped a new music video on the same day. Whoa, okay. So, July 13th is when this episode will air, and when his music video for Late Night Talking Late Night Talking will premiere. Oh, and you know what would be fun to do is if we, like, never mind, no, never mind. I, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say we, like, react, like, pre-react to it. Like, everyone pause, pause the podcast, go open the video, and then I'll react to it live, but not having seen it at all. We don't even have access to the music no, video. Yeah, no, I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> well, Four the... nips. There it is. <laughs> oh, there goes Harry's shirtless <clears throat> again. The teaser trailer for it is just him in a bed, which obviously has sent everyone over the edge, okay. but it's him just like... Fully clothed? He's fully clothed. Well, he's under a bunch of, like, covers. He's, like, in this big fluffy duvet and pajamas. And the first shot is just of his feet up in the air, like, wiggling. And then the next shot is him just, like, smiling and giggling in the bed. And, like, I mean, obviously, it sent everyone who was a Harry... Well, they're called Harry's, his mm. fan base. So it's... Really? A, yeah. Um, it's... That's not what I would think <laughs> if I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it, yeah, it sent all the Harrys, including me, into just, like, this frenzy. Because, I mean, literally, we're going to get a music video of Harry just frolicking and romping in the bed. You know, it's mm. everybody's dream. Anyway. Um, maybe we'll release a reaction. <clears throat> maybe we bit. should. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, Late Night Talking is the episode that your brother wants to come on. Oh, okay. So right. now well, we have a music video attached to got, it. Uh, you're saying I got my homework. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, today's song, though, is Come On, Come On from the album Take Me Home, performed by One Direction. So, as yeah. we've already talked about, Take Me Home was their second studio album. And this song specifically um, was written by Julian Banana, Jamie Scott, and John Ryan. All three writers that we've seen My before. My boy Julian. Yeah, your boy Julian. Besties. Julian, if you listen, Tosh really wants to meet you. Um, I want to do more. I mean, people. I'm sure he's a fan. I'm sure he's a big fan of this podcast. Yeah. So. yeah. so this song was released on November 9th, 2012 with the release of 
the album itself. It was not a single, but it was just a regular track um, on the album. It wasn't a bonus or anything. So this song doesn't have a lot of info about it. It wasn't like a big hit or anything. So there's nothing like on the internet. I, everyone, about I have a, I have a look of fake shock on my face right now. Wow. Okay. Okay. This isn't even the worst One Direction song. That's you're not helping your cause here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, OneDirection.Fandom.com described it, um, or had this to say about it. It said. Lyrically, it describes a man whose date leaves him at a party, so he begins dancing with someone else he meets there. That is not at all the interpretation I That's had. not the interpretation I got either, so we'll get into all that. Right, we'll get um, and also, just in general, like, on Wikipedia's page, it says that, like, this album in general has lyrics that speak of falling in love, unrequited love, commitment, jealousy, and self-empowerment. So... I don't know about you, Tosh, but I think I would categorize this under lack of commitment and yeah. self-empowerment, yeah. question mark? Yeah, the, this whole age of One Direction doesn't seem to know a whole lot of... It's not... It's, they don't know the direction they're going in, yeah, literally. Yeah, they don't. Or the direction of progression, you know, like self-empowerment? How the heck is this song i just was guessing it said those were the themes of the album not this specific song oh got it okay yeah okay well i mean i feel like the the, what was that song that uh emily and i found problematic and oh alive was that in the same album no oh well that was on the i don't know if that's better or worse that it's in a different (laughs) album (laughs) so let's get into the song the the lyrics that you know yeah. People spun to mean it's a man who gets left at a party and starts dancing with someone else. Mm, okay. So, yeah, that, Tosh, uh, just, you know, start us off. That wasn't my interpretation, but first no, I want to hear my your interpretation, interpretation. My interpretation is that these lyrics apply frightening well to a serial killer sending love letters to his next victim. Like, okay, all right, I'm going to pull up some lyrics here, okay? Okay, you're taking things out of context, I can already tell. No, I'm I'm literally reading from the top of the song, okay? okay. This is in context of this entire... Uh, the one that I came with, she had to go. I had to take her out. She had to go. <laughs> but you look amazing, standing alone, without okay. any other protection mm-hmm. around you, right? So come on, come on. Move a little closer now. Come on, come on. Ain't any way you're walking out. Like, you're not walking out of here alive. Show me what you're all about. Like, show me your insides when I cut you open because I'm a serial killer. Okay, this these are, folks, these are the lyrics from the top, okay? You can't yeah, tell me I'm taking this out of context. He line. That's true. Okay, yeah. I've been watching you all night. There's something in your eyes. Which, okay, you could take something in your eyes out of context, but I've been watching you all night. Serial mm. killer. Uh, dance with me, baby. Music is so loud. Okay, it starts getting a little bit like yeah. less, like more, more ambiguous. But that those first couple blocks of lyrics are very so, explicitly serial killer vibes to me. You think this is like a Joe Goldberg um, situation? This is like Weird Al should have made a parody of this song where he's a serial killer. Mm. Like that's that's where it's just like this is so 
un um unaware of how creepy it sounds <laughs> okay <laughs> well i just interpreted it as um that he was at a party and he decided he didn't want to be with the girl he was with any longer because he saw someone else Okay. That, yeah. Um, that's equally plausible. Well, okay, maybe not equally. But. Well, I like. I don't know what was wrong with me, but like the first two lyrics, the one that I came with, she had to go. Like I, up until like literally a minute ago, when you were reading it, I always interpreted that as like she had to go. Like I had to get her out of my life. I didn't want to be with her anymore. Like whatever. But now I'm realizing is like she physically, like she had to leave the party. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like that's... I mean, yeah, one interpretation of it. Okay. We're not going to continue with the serial killer take on, on this. Oh, I mean, we don't have to continue talking about it, but I'm going to continue thinking it. <laughs> okay. But, and yeah. so are the listeners. Okay. Mind you. I'm just saying, I literally did not think of it as she, like, walked out of the I mean, party and what left can they the say, room. What can they say she had to leave? Yeah, exactly. She had to go. That's a... She had to go. No, it just that, sounds like he's like, okay. She had to apart. go out to the pasture. She had to go. I had to okay. kick her out. Stop! <laughs> the, I told you. I okay, literally okay. just right, said yes. stop with the serial killer thing. Okay, my bad. Yeah, it's okay. No, but, but I mean, I'm just saying it also applies in your interpretation. Like, yeah, like that it is a literally sounds that, like he just he was like, oh, I just had to break up with her. Like in the right. middle of this party, like she was getting on my nerves so yeah, bad. Exactly. Like, um, there's a lot of ways you can take. She had to go. Exactly. Maybe point. she had to go to the bathroom and like, he, now he's like standing there oh, holding his wow, drink yeah. and he's like, mm-hmm. well, she's gone for like five minutes. What Might am I going to well. do? Like, look yeah. around. I can't, I can't stand here for five minutes without hitting on another girl. We got to do that. Yeah. Come uh, on, come on. Also, okay. Maybe she left the party, whatever. And like, like there's nothing about this, these lyrics that suggest like they are in a relationship with the girl that they came with. It just seems like maybe it was like, a casual date or a first date or maybe like a blind date like hmm. you know or maybe it was just like um like a like a casual relationship like a hookup thing so there's like nothing to suggest that like this was like their girlfriend um but i just i i found a lot of problems with the second verse the one that i came with didn't know how to move the way that you let your hair down, I can tell that you do. I'm sorry, but, like, I would feel so bad if I had gone to a party and then I find out that the guy I had been dancing with was like, <laughs> look at that bitch over there. She can't even dance. She doesn't know how to move. <laughs> like, I would be so... I well, would I would be really upset. Yeah, that's true. I would probably cry. Yeah, that's true. I mean, But, I, I mean, you had to go. <laughs> However you want to interpret that phrase. So I'm just saying. It just seems like, come on. Like, that was such an unnecessary diss on that one girl that's that true. he came with. Like, yeah. she didn't know how to move. Like, okay. They're, like, oh, I babies. only I only go after girls that know how to dance, specifically. <laughs> that is how I determine all relationships. I mean, yeah. obviously, because we're dating. Yeah. And I oh, know yeah. how to dance. I'm just kidding. I no. Yeah, and I am worse for the record than than you are. So you're saying I can't. Well, I'm dance. not saying. Okay, yeah, I caught myself <laughs> there. Yeah, no, you can actually dance. Um, so I you're cannot. saying the girl that you came with didn't know how to move. 
Yeah, yeah, and then I decided to pick you up because, you know, okay. she had to go. She had to go. Um, also, wow, the bridge. I love the bridge because it's all hairy. But I <laughs> feel like it could really, really um, have some innuendos. Like, every step I take, I feel it more and more. She's calling out. She's a lucky girl. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, is she the one literally saying, I'm a lucky girl? Yeah, that was very ambiguous to me Or well. is he like, she is so happy to be with me and like, wow, she is so lucky. I'm hot shit. Yeah, I think it's meant to be that she's calling that out. Like, I'm a lucky girl. Like, mm. But it's because she's calling out. She's a lucky girl, but yeah. I don't know. It's I just thought it meant. I also phrasing. thought it meant like sex too. That like she's having such a good time, and he's like, "Damn, you're she's so, so lucky. lucky! Like you're so lucky right now." I'm freaking Harry Styles. Yeah, you're lucky. Well, I mean, okay, if Harry said okay, that, well, yeah, he has every now. right. No, okay, well, to tell me that I'm lucky if I was ever double with standards him. with this guy. Okay. Harry didn't write the song, so... Oh, I'm just saying, like, you know, you, but I'm not talking about the song. You you just said, <laughs> if Harry Styles said that to me, um, he'd be, have every right to. I would give him permission to. And <laughs> he wouldn't say it unless He I... wouldn't be asking for permission in this scenario. Oh. He'd be a... <laughs> Never mind. Wow. I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> just saying, Harry Styles... Harry Styles wouldn't say that unless I gave my consent for him to say that. That's fair. Okay. Okay, let's not get into the mechanics of that. Anyway. <laughs> I give you consent to say the thing that you have not yet said. <laughs> anyway. Can we... Oh, sorry. Do you have, did you have another thing you were ready to say? Um, no. Because, like, well, because oh, we, we jumped right into the lyrics, and you know me and, you know, Emily other Emily where we kind of listened the first time around with them to the melody so I did have a couple things oh yeah go for it yeah cause the lyrics aside I won't mention my interpretation of the mm-hmm. lyrics anymore but uh, the melody did, did you pick up Taylor Swift vibes from this because like what's that no. song? you know that you belong with me that song is that Taylor, Taylor? Yeah. That's Taylor, Taylor Swift the melody of this song kind of reminds me of that like like this like there's like that cadence to the song come on come on i don't know i mean first of all you belong with me it's a masterpiece and i mean yeah i hate to say this about this song but this song is so forgettable that like literally when you were like this reminds me of you belong with me i'm like was struggling to remember how this actual song that I listened to five minutes ago went. <laughs> and so, yeah, I right. just, I I think it's a bop, like, while you're listening to it, like, the melody-wise, but, like, it is so forgettable. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I agree with that. Uh, I just meant, like, yeah, it just seemed a little deriv- derivative of something I'd heard before. I mean... Yeah, I was I was half expecting you to be like, oh, and Taylor Swift worked on the song, just as like a mm. side. Yeah, but yeah, no, you're right. Like, I, one of the things I wrote was, this sounds like every song I hear in the changing room of J C Penney. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's got I that mean, that's vibe a to it. perfect description for it because it's not even like. <laughs> and no diss to JCPenney. I shopped there for 25 years of my life. Oh, yeah, no, me, I used to shop there all the time. But, like, yeah, it's not even going to be at your, like, Banana Republic, say. It's going to yeah. be, you know, JCPenney, maybe this Target. This, sponsor- <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Target, JCPenney, and Banana Republic. This episode is sponsored by literally every company that makes clothes <laughs> or that sells clothes. This podcast is sponsored by the mall. Not any specific mall, just the mall. <laughs> just the mall. Which mall? The uh, mall. You know, the, the mall. mall. The mall. Um, Some place. You know, I think I think it would have been better if this was set in a mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, can you just imagine, like, man, this girl that I came to the mall with, she didn't know how to move. Like, she was literally tripping she, on everything. I was, I was trying to go down the escalator, and we literally couldn't go down the escalator. Like, she, was, she got motion sickness because she doesn't know how to move. <laughs> you know, you know uh, who don't go to malls, typically? Serial killers. Probably. What? Maybe. Okay, Joe Goldberg would definitely hit up a mall. Okay, you're right. Never mind. I take ever since that. Ted Bundy would story. like stalk like college campuses. Okay, so, so you're saying that you're supporting my serial killer? I'm theory. not saying it, but I just think that <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Malls are a perfect place for serial killers. I don't know. I just wow. I mean, I don't know why yeah. I have that mentality, or yeah, I don't right. know why my brain works like that. But yeah. Anyway, so what else do you have about the Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Well, okay, yeah, this isn't a mechanically great song, you know, like, musically, there's not a whole lot going on here that wows me, only because, like, I have a lack of other things to comment on. There's that one sort of, like, reverse drop that happens after, like, the I've been watching you all night near the end. Mm -hmm. That part, like... Where it's like silent and then it and then it like yeah yeah you know what I mean that was kind of cool and and I always appreciate it when a song tries to do mm-hmm. things that whether or not they're successful so yeah um, yeah it's all about I just, the effort yeah exactly I, you know my, uh, I'm gonna credit that to Julian because he's my boy but, yeah you know, like that's just and I mean this is one thing that like is very of its time again I know we say this about like literally every One Direction song. Um, but it, but it was, it was, it was early 2010s or late 2000s, early 2010s. And, um, this song is so indicative of that, um, the mentality of like, oh, I see you dancing and I can see it in your eyes that you just want me to come over. Right. And it's not like. It was like the status it, quo. to like... Yeah. Or it's like that whole idea of like, I know she wants me that confidence that like guys some guys carry of like um of course she wanted me to come dance with her without even asking like yeah maybe she was like looking across the room and like giving flirty eyes but like you can't assume like I feel like this song and songs like this especially around this time were so um assumptive uh assuming yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, yeah. 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 They were. Yeah. Some guys had that thought, like that way of approaching relationships by default, but it was also kind of like the uh, marketed way to like. Oh yeah. For I guys. mean, like, every rom com like, was, like, was like, you know, the girl had yeah. to act like she was like, you know, not wanting him to come over, even mm-hmm. though she did. She had to say it with her eyes. She right. couldn't have agency and say like, I 
want to come dance with you or I want to dance with you. She, in the song, she can't specifically say, come on over here. It's, she has to say it with her eyes and the guy has to assume. And even if she like, doesn't say like, it basically, yes means yes and not a no means yes. Like, if you don't specifically get a no, then like, yeah, then it's fair game and that's... Like really the, problematic. The mentality was persistence is the key yes, to your exactly. relationships. Yeah, and like, yeah, it, and I always found that strange. You know, yeah. growing up, like I struggled a lot with that concept. Mm-hmm. I was just like, so I just have to like inherently know. Yeah, you know? like like is the, like that was so intimidating to me as like yeah. a wee little. And I mean, even if I mean, obviously, like I'm not single, but. Even if I were and I was, like, you know, at a party or, like, you know, somewhere and gave a guy a look of, like, yeah, I'm, like, I think you're hot, you know, whatever, from across the room. If he just came up to me, I would at least want him to be, like, hey, like. Right. Were you, like, looking at me? Or, like, hey, can I dance with you? Not, like, like, assume, like. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, like, women have agency, too, and women can, you know, verbally state what they want. Exactly. So, I think the whole, like, oh, she said it with her eyes thing, just, like, really, like, creeps me out. And also because, well, and maybe it's because I can never perfect the flirtatious look with my eyes. I just look like a crazy person if I start trying to flirt with my eyes. I was imagining you, like, very exaggeratingly, like, 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 winking at someone, just with both eyes. I just, like, I just Wing. start like bobbing my head a little bit or like just doing this weird eyebrow thing and that's not sexy and so maybe it's from a deep rooted hatred that I could never be seductive with just my eyes but no I mean seriously a... though like I think it's like <laughs> problematic that like there's this whole stereotype that women have to be like demure and have to yeah. like they they can't Probably state what they want. It's less so now, though. I oh think. yeah, of yeah. course. Like after it's... the Me Too movement and everything, which has been really good for pushing that needle forward of like saying like, no, like you have to, you need to have expressed consent from from not just a woman, but from you know any anybody of any any gender, um, and and not just like people think it's like oh about like sex or like making out and it's like no it's sometimes it's just as simple as coming up and trying to carry on a conversation with you like Mm -hmm. if I'm reading a book at a coffee shop or at the pool or whatever and someone starts starts trying to talk to me like it's annoying just say like it's okay if you want to but just be like hey I noticed you're reading a book like would you mind talking right yeah yeah it's always tough too because like everyone's different Oh, of course. Yeah. Not that I'm playing devil's advocate here, but I could see the same situation where someone's just like, oh, why did you feel the need to ask him that? Why didn't you just say what you wanted yeah. to say? I don't and know. also, I can, like, see, you know, I know it's hard from, like, a perspective of, like, oh, should I go talk to them? Like, if you see someone that you're, like, into, wondering, like, oh, if I should go talk to them, and, you know, wondering, like, am I going to bother them? But I think there's a way to do it. Totally. And also, but I think, like, again, of this time, like, this song specifically was written, the trope, 
and songs and a lot of movies was that like if you were out in public especially if you were out alone then that was just automatically a signal that you wanted to be picked up and and i'm so uh, like for the record i'm so glad that that is no this mentality is no longer the case because i've yeah. always been on the flip side of just not being able to read flirting yeah. cues at all like i've been with friends mm-hmm. literally like i i can remember multiple instances of being with friends and like having some interaction with stranger strangers and then just then just being like oh that girl was flirting with you and like no she wasn't yeah and and they're like yeah, 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 you dumb, dumb. And I think, like, internet dating has really taken away a lot of that, too. Not that, like, online dating's bad. I mean, that's I, how we met. But no, like, you know, actually, sorry, you go first. No, I'm just okay. saying, like, I think that has taken away a lot of pressure of, like, now I have to meet someone in person because, like, before mm-hmm. online dating, like, that's how you met people was, like, yes. you had to talk to strangers or you had to, like, have someone set you up or... You know, things like that. And so I think online dating has actually helped with that a lot because, you know, the intent and then also, like, you don't feel the need to, like, every time you, like, go out, you're looking for someone. Yeah. To, like, turn that part of your brain off. Yes. And you're not also assuming Uh, that everyone that's also out is looking to date someone. It's like, go out and have fun. Right. Um, Yeah. No. you know, say what you will about online dating. I know people have different different opinions on it. I know that, like, starting out, I just didn't buy the idea of it. Right. I was just like, I guess this is what I have to do, and that's the only reason I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that is the intimidation of something new, and then a lot of it is, like, for me, you know, not having pictures of myself that are, like, any good. So, you know, there's all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, it's just, like, a new thing, and it's just like, why do I have to do this when this, like, has worked a certain way? But that it is a really good um, case for online dating. Like, like both in what you said, that not having expectations in person as much, but then also, like, I like someone like me who doesn't know how to pick up things, like, I know that people are on those dating websites. I mean, not anymore, but, like, <laughs> I, I, I knew that people were on those dating websites that if they were talking to me, they were interested in, like, right. a, like pursuing something. Right. You know, so, like, it took a little bit of the guesswork out and it didn't make me feel as creepy. Yeah, and me. especially now, like, because I remember back when I first got on, like, dating apps and stuff, like, it was still, um, like not taboo, but it wasn't as overt to, like, put, like, what you were looking for in a relationship. You kind of, like, had to figure that out. But, like, now, you know, like, every dating app, it's just, like, you explicitly state, like, in your profile, like, what kind of relationship you're looking for. And, like, if someone says they're looking for a casual relationship and that's not what you're looking for, you swipe left. Yep. Um, Same with if they're looking for a marriage, then, and you're not, you swipe left. And I think that's made that a lot easier. And, I mean... I think that's, like, super obvious with this song that, like, that was not the 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 norm at the time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You know, it's funny how often, I will say, how often the subject of feminism and implications these songs bring comes up on this podcast. Yeah. Because uh, it, you're right. It is the of the time sort of thing. Like, maybe this some of the songs that we we like on this podcast that get high ratings 10 years from now and they're gonna be like exactly. oh that is so problematic you know well you know and i think it's 
I don't think it's wrong to like the songs. Like no, I said, I yeah. think like this song is a bop, and I don't think it's like wrong to listen to it. I think. Oh, it's... I don't think that. Oh, I know. For the record, I don't think that you are wrong if you think the song's a bop. <laughs> oh, hi. No, but yeah, I I think it's important to learn and to look at things critically. Yeah. And say, what kind of message does this send, and what kind of better message can we send in the future? I mean, I love some romantic comedies. You know, 27 Dresses, 13 Going on 30 are some of my favorite movies, and I will stand behind them to this day. And But, like, you know, there's, like, some very, like, problematic tropes, and even the tropes we're talking about today. So, you know, it's okay to, like, like these things, but I think it's those... It's it's important to know what kind of content. Having context. Yeah, I think it's important to have context, and I think it's important to be aware. And just just be woke, guys. Just be just, woke. It's so easy. Yeah, God. just be woke. We didn't really talk about, like, the chorus and the pre-chorus. Yeah, I let's mean, do that. I... Well, I guess I kind of did when I was like, the chorus is all like, I've been watching you all night. There's something in your eyes saying, come on, come on. Like yeah. well, I mean, I've been forbidden to talk about what I think about. I know, the lyrics, I know. But, so, but yeah, like, because in the song, like, she's not even specifically saying "Come on, come on" and dance with me. She's they're just assuming. But anyway, and then you know, it's like the music's so loud. I want to be yours now. Cool. <laughs> Happy for you. The the volume of music always determines the my attraction level to the person that I'm with. Oh yeah, yeah of course, 100%. of course. Yep. You know that's a lot. I mean, I do love a good dance party. I will say, I've been f- trying to find a place in the city where I love to want to go out and dance because there is something fun about being like in this room where the music is really loud and you're just like around all these people and dancing and. For me, I like it more in a platonic sense of like, you know, you catch somebody's eye and you're like, yeah, I'm going to dance with this person because they're rocking out too. Because mm-hmm. like, I love to go all out um, with dancing and stuff. Like, I, I'm not ashamed or anything. And so, you know, you like find that one person that's also like really vibing and you're just like, yeah. You just like have this sixth sense of like, we're vibing. And yeah. So maybe this is me assuming now, but Yeah. I mean, so I get it, like, I think it's a really fun sentiment. It's just, like, a really hype situation, and you see someone that you think is hot, and you're like, yeah, I just, I need nothing more than to, like, just dance with them tonight. And, I mean, it kind of ties back into best song ever, um, you know, where it's like, I just need to dance with you this one night, <laughs> like, you know, I just need this really awesome memory. We may never talk again, but... I'm seeing fun. now why you never find these songs problem, or not never, but you you, you tend to f- be optimistic about it. You just want to go dancing so bad I that really you're willing do. to look past anything. I, do. I just, I'm like, please. <laughs> oh, they're talking about dancing. I gotta do okay, it. Okay, well, no one will go out dancing with me, so there I said it. It is. There I said it. It is. Um, we did no go. Comment. We did go to that one place for my birthday, but it was like EDM and not really my, my style. Yeah, so. it wasn't your vibe. So, uh, yeah. Well, there is that one dance party. It's called, oh, it's like this touring dance thing. Like, they just come and set up, like, this club in whatever city you're in. It's called Pop-up Best Club. Night Ever. And it's a play off the, the 
best song ever. Is it actually the play of that? It is because they, they like, the description, I sent it to you, remember? It yeah. was like, we're playing all your favorite, like, pop nice. songs from, like, the 2010s. We're playing One Direction and Jonas Brothers and Taylor Swift. And I'm like, okay, I have to go to this. Mm-hmm. I will go by myself. I don't care. That I will be that girl that shows up and, you know. Just dancing and then. That someone's been watching all night. There yeah. will be something in my eye saying, come on, come on, and yeah. dance with me, baby. Like, the music uh, will be loud. He'll want to be mine now. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> he'll be like, the girl I came with had to go. She had to don't go. Don't look outside the, don't look out the window He's at like, the trunk that is yeah. shaking. Or don't, don't look in the back of my pickup with the tarp rolled up. Yeah, but there you go. That's a better way of. Yeah, and then I'll be like, you know, the one I came with didn't know how to move. And I'll be talking about you, Tosh. Well, you wouldn't have come with me because I would never go to something like that. <laughs> okay, that's not true. I'd probably go, but <laughs> y'all, uh, Emily's face right now is so dejected. I was just kidding. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe if you did go with me, um, I would call out, I'm a lucky girl. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. And your heart would be racing. And or you would, would reach or, for my hand and say... Would you say, be calling that out or would I be telling you that you're a lucky girl? That's the... But maybe... Yeah. What if, like, simultaneously... Mm, so romantic. I would... Yeah, at the same time, we would just be like... You're a lucky I'm girl. I'm a lucky girl. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this song is a premonition. I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about with the song or anything like that? No, I mean, I think I've exhausted everything that I could say about the song pretty much already. Okay. Well, I guess then we'll move into our stylish speculation. All right. Okay, so I just want to be honest about these stylish speculations for these, like, nothing songs, or these songs that, like... Low-tier songs? Yes. Thank you for that. The low-tier songs, um, it's hard coming up with some speculations about them because no one gives a shit about these songs. So there's, like, no speculations to be made. and they're Except not... the serial killer one. Yeah, and they're not even written by the members of One Direction. So you can't even be like, oh, maybe they wrote it about, like, this person or this experience. Like, because they didn't even write it. Okay, but this... So this stylish speculation is more about, like, the album in general. Um... So, we all know that Liam has been spouting off some delusional bullshit um, <laughs> about how he was, like, the face of 1D. Interestingly enough, though, if you look at the album cover for Take Me Home, he is featured prominently on that, on that like, album cover. He's, like, dead center. He is, like, what your eye is drawn to in that picture. I mean... Niall, you can't even fucking see his face. Like, he is just shoved into the telephone booth. Mm. Harry and Zayn are off to the sides. I mean, Liam is, like, front and center. Him and Louie. And I'm just saying, I feel like maybe for half a second there, making that album and doing that cover, sure. Maybe they were like, let's give Liam a chance. So this is your personal This is my personal stylish speculation. But he's not featured more than any of the others on the other album covers, okay. though. So. Well, this if this song is a 
anything in any indication of the quality level then i don't know if this is a song he wants to be well i'm just saying this this album this album specifically they tried to start tailoring to each of their own strengths and to give them each like more features instead of like having like oh they all sing all the lyrics together they try to be like like on this song like harry gets the bridge and Zane gets, you know, his his own riffs, or Louie will get a get a verse. So they start trying to do things like that. But yeah, no, I don't think One D was ever centered around Liam. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. I looked at that cover and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, why is Liam the only one that I'm like looking at right now? So oh, that's conspiracy corner right there. Yeah. So that was a uh, the speculation. So now. We can go into the Harry fun fact, which is that Harry Styles came up with the name One Direction for the band. Mmm. Yeah. According to um, a radio show in Australia called The Hot Hits, um, super credible. Yes. Um, he thought it would sound good when X Factor announcer Peter Dixon read their name out on the live shows. So, wow. So Harry came up with the name. So... Good for him. Yeah, there you go. I'm proud of him. One D. Well, I think it was like, especially like it was a good. Oh my god. <laughs> Were you trying to make a dick joke just yeah, then? Sorry. Okay. Sorry, it took like a whole like two seconds yeah, for me to process okay. that. But I think it was, you know, it was a, I think it was a smart, um, like name for the band, especially like starting off on the X Factor because like they were five strangers, they didn't know each other, and to be like well, we don't know each other and we're taking a chance on like the Simon Cowell guy and, you know, we're taking a chance becoming a boy band so we all need to be going in like one direction together. Mm. So. We'd be on the same page. Yeah. That's what they should have called the Same page. Band. Same page. That's not quite the same ring to it, I think. Yeah, you're right. It's better. I don't. Like, Tosh never will get to name anything, not gonna, even our own children. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, start a boy band called Same Page. Okay, and it's gonna be the lamest boy band ever. Whoa, okay. Can't be lamer than this song. Okay, like I said earlier, I don't think this is even the worst One Direction song. Um, do you remember Another World that we had to listen to? That's true, yeah. So, yeah. Come on, come on, Tosh. I don't feel like this one's this as is, bad. This is just actively lame in my mind. It's just mm. fresh. The, the lameness is fresh. All right. Okay, well, I wanted to do a special segment this episode uh, oh, that we may or may not ever do again, depending <laughs> on how this end, turns out. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, I'm really nervous about this, by the way. <laughs> Emily, uh, so, you know. You know those okay so the the there are AI story generators out there and I know in the past I've I've uh, joked around with the idea of doing some fan fiction or just reading some fan fiction um but you know just kind of lighthearted and not super um um which by the way I literally did download some um One Direction fan fiction on my Kindle Exactly and there so, is like it, it's good. I've started. Yeah. It's called Young and Beautiful. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. So, like, that, that's exactly why I was going back and forth on it. I don't want... I want this to be lighthearted and kind of fun. And I don't want 
me laughing, you know, or, yeah. you know, teasing about it to come off as, like, me dissing the author of some fanfic. Yeah, we know? don't want to, like, make fun of something. Exactly. Especially if someone else's Yeah, like, someone, expense, someone like... put their heart into, like, writing something. So yeah. I thought what would be honestly better is if I use one of these AI story generators and uh, have it generate a fanfiction and this little fan fiction that uh, I uh, wrote and collaborated with an AI mm. on uh, <laughs> is an Tosh Emily. by AI. <laughs> this, is, this is an Emily X. Harry fan fiction. Uh, okay. I'm like... <laughs> so the way this works... Getting really heated already? It's not, okay. Uh, just, you know, top of, on, on the top, this is not super risque. You don't have to be worried about that. Well, okay? I'm not... But, but, well, I was worried about that, but I'm also just getting heated just thinking about me and Harry Styles. Like, okay, well, yeah, you just know what? We'll see how this together goes. in the same room. Okay, well, yeah, like, well, that that you will have I've to deal got, with. Okay. Um, so the way this works is I, um, I I can insert like a prompt and a title mm-hmm. for like you know whatever story I want, and then the AI just goes at it, and I can kind of just. Uh, have it go and then like if it, if there's a part that it writes that I don't like it can ha- undo it mm-hmm. right so you know it's not like it's creating the full so- story off the bat I had to give it a seed and then uh, kind of like breadcrumb it along you know it's be like okay. yeah, try that part again um, okay. so just yeah as background and so I'll let you know the so I'm going to read the part that I gave it the prompt and then the rest is just the AI okay, okay? okay. here we go I forgot what I named the, uh, let me see if I wrote down what it, yeah, I tall, I called it, I mean, it's not very creative, Harry Styles' Secret Lover. Oh. <laughs> um, and, Which uh, I am, by the way. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Harry made the walk back to his dressing room, the roar of the crowd still drumming the walls, his adrenaline still pumping from another successful show. He should be happy, but he couldn't help but feeling something missing inside, something important. She was still on his mind, always lingering. Ever since he met Emily, locking eyes with her as she stood screaming with excitement in the pit at one of his sold-out stadium concerts, he hasn't been the same. Oh my god. You wrote that? Yeah, I wrote that part. Wow, Taj. a little talented writer over here. <laughs> okay, so that's the part I wrote, and the rest of this Ooh, is going I'm to already, be like, just... And, right, I'm, we'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about up. it after, so Ooh. let's read. He didn't want to admit it, but even after a week apart, he couldn't stop thinking about her. His art, his heart ached for her. And despite what everyone else seemed to think, there had never been any other woman for him. She was it, the only girl he ever wanted. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> he sat down on the couch and pulled a bottle of water from the mini fridge. After Love taking him. a sip, yeah, my little sober boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. After taking a sip, he stared at himself in the mirror above the sink, which apparently this is in the bathroom. Um, okay, with when, the fridge in the bathroom. Yeah, was she thinking about him then too? As his mind yeah, drifted, I was. <laughs> as his mind drifted in his thoughts, he heard a sudden knock on his dressing room door. You have a fan here to see you, sir. On my way, said Harry, grabbing his keys out the counter. Mm. <laughs> he opened up the door, finding an attractive brunette standing outside. I did not give that prompt wow. to this AI. It just guessed. Emily, by the way, is brunette. So, an attractive brunette standing outside. 
In one hand, she held a bouquet of flowers, while a pen and paper were clutched tightly in her other. (laughs) His heart fluttered wildly. It was her again. Hey there, he smiled. She stepped in, closing the door behind her. I'm so sorry I missed your show last night, but I really wanted to give these to you personally. (laughs) Oh my god. Harry took them from her hands, taking note that they were pink roses. Pink, like her hair, like her hip lips. (laughs) My hip lips? Sorry, like her lips. I just started laughing when I saw your face. Yeah, so this AI thinks you have pink hair. Now, well, it's... I was brunette, like, a minute yeah, earlier no, yeah, in the well, story. This, this AI does not have a great memory, apparently. Okay. Um, weird. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, he croaked, staring into her hazel eyes. Mm, eyes are not hazel. Yeah. BT dubs. <laughs> her smile grew bigger. Aww. They're for you, for all you do, all you've done. You've brought me such happiness through your music, and I just wanted to tell you how much it means to me. Harry's mouth went dry. He felt like she could read his every thought. Oh, my God. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. Oh, my God. Can you just say it in a British accent really quickly? <laughs> Thank you. That's very sweet okay, of you. Okay, stop. Okay, never mind. <laughs> don't. Don't. I mean, you don't know why you asked me. I don't know. You know how bad I am with accents. Right. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. She nodded, her eyes glinting with excitement. I've got something here for you, too. She continued, pulling out a small bundle wrapped in brown paper. Harry took it from her hands carefully, unfolding the wrapping to reveal a small silver ring, a simple band, engraved with the word believe. (laughs) I didn't, like, I I was just, like, confused. I was just like, where is this going? What is this? A shy smile crossed her face. It was my mother's, she replied, holding out the ring. When I lost mine... I don't know. When I lost mine, I couldn't bear the idea of having to go without it. So I asked if I could have hers. <laughs> so apparently you lost this ring and your mom was like, Hey, you just have mine. Wow. I thought you... I thought... <laughs> like, when I lost mine, I was like, Oh, so the AI thinks my mom is dead now. Like, oh, no. No, you, you lost your I ring. I lost my ring. You lost your ring and your and mom... I just took my mom's. No head. hesitation gave you hers. Cool. And now you're just giving it to Harry Styles. Of course I would. The ring looked familiar. It fit perfectly on Harry's finger. Where did you find it? My mom kept it safe. It's one of my most prized possessions. Well, I'm glad she didn't let go of it, because now I can wear it. (laughs) Stunning dialogue here, folks. Harry slipped the ring on his finger, enjoying the weight of it. There was just something about the gesture. Something about seeing it on his finger. And I'm glad you came by today. Thank you for the flowers. They smell amazing. And thank you for coming by. This was perfect. The girl smiled warmly at him. You're very welcome. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to get going. Harry felt a sudden moment of panic. We're almost done. Okay. Just, uh, yeah. Harry felt a sudden moment of panic. He didn't want her to leave. Not yet. What if she never came back? He reached for her arm as she turned and gently pulled her close to him. Oh, God. Wait, he whispered. Don't go. Her smile widened as she closed her eyes and leaned in. Harry kissed her softly. Her lips parted slightly, and he pressed his tongue inside, savoring her taste. Their kiss deepened. Harry pulled away, his breath quickening. Please don't go. And that's where I stopped it. Oh my god, I'm like, 
literally about to cry because I'm like, I just want this to happen so bad. <laughs> Maybe not the ring part. <laughs> yeah, the AI went a little, like, rogue with the ring storyline, but, you know, maybe it was planning to bring that oh back some, in Chapter 2 or something. So what'd you think? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, like, speechless just because, like, I want to meet Harry so bad. Yeah, I know you do. And... Yep. Well, <laughs> that was actually, I could really just put myself in that story. And, like, going back to the song, Come On, Come On, he could see it in my eyes. Oh, yeah. From me in the pit. He sees it in your eyes from far away in the pit. I mean, you know, he's they're like, yeah. pretty close. And he just, like... And the AI kind of made him a modest person, you know. Obviously. It wasn't just like he wasn't he wasn't just like, Yeah, you yeah, you like me. So there you go. He was just like, I saw you and I can't stop thinking about you and he wasn't assuming. He was just he so was, glad I showed up. Yeah, he was He, he was, literally thought he was never gonna see me again. Yeah, he had a moment of panic when you were starting to leave. Yeah. There you go. Also least realistic part of the entire thing that you would willingly leave like all right cool bye oh yeah like as if i would be like mm, cool came like, here for what i i believe here to the do ring, what I, did. I believe the ring storyline more than the fact that you would just like leave after 10 seconds they would have to drag me out in handcuffs because i would have like nail jumped on the poor man nail marks on the walls as they drag you yeah away. like i mean he would have to get a restraining order after that <laughs> but not in this story no not in this story oh my god oh my god okay so wow i mean there you go all right folks. i mean i'm literally speechless because like i just think i think all the time of like what i would actually do if i met harry styles and like how he would uh, react well, to seeing me and I know he's not going to, like, fall in love with me, but just, like, you know, just getting to hear him speak to me would just be a dream come true. Mm-hmm. And, I well, mean, that AI generator was, like, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was impressed with the results. I mean, you know, aside from the weird tangents. I mean, uh, the pink hair, you know, Yeah, whatever, little but details. But, I mean, you know, it doesn't really have a whole lot to go on. Yeah. I mean, the fact, I mean, it got some things, like, it got brunette. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, and thinking back also about, like, the song, the girl he came with, um, Olivia Wilde, after he saw me, she had had to to go. go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Get out of here. (laughs) And, you know, the, but me, the way I let my hair down. Well, now you know. He just knew that I knew how to move. Yeah. Olivia Wilde didn't know how to move. She didn't know how to dance. I did. Yeah. Because I would have been dancing at his concert. There you go. You, yeah. You were screaming wildly. Mm. Well, that was the part I wrote. Yeah, all you, all you need to do now is go get a ring with the word believe on it, and uh, you'll fall in love, or Harry will fall in love with you. Boom. There you go. AI solving all of the world's problems. Uh, listeners at home, Harry, uh, or Emily is in a, a fugue state well, right now. okay. Yeah, I'm like... She was just sitting, staring off into space there 30, for 30 seconds. I'm going to like... <laughs> anyway, all right, back so, like, to back to uh, reality. So the main oh, add content. us on Instagram. You know, if you enjoyed that, 
also, yeah. you know, maybe we'll do it again. It also very much depends on if Emily is comfortable with this again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I she was really, very hesitant. I was really hesitant, but I really love that. But yeah, so we'll go back to um, the regular content. Okay, so now we'll move into our favorite lyric. Um, Tosh, do you want to go first? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. It, it's funny because I think you, like, you listed this as one of the parts that you oh, found a little problematic. Okay. I think it was, like, like, literally, like, the first thing you said. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, but I will say I am taking it out of context, and that was okay. why I was just like, yeah. the part where um, there's, like, the one that I came with didn't know how to move, but not that part. Mm. I would take me out of context. The way that you let your hair down, I can tell that you do. Uh, that again, it just it's it says more than the sum of the words. You know, like you, you know, the way the way you let your hair down, I can tell that you're ready to party and you're ready mm. to have fun. Do you, you think know? she's literally taking her hair down, or is it like? more of the like slang or the um like uh like the like the idiom of like right. letting your hair down means like equal I think that, that, loose. that's what i find clever about it that mm. just like that it could you know, be both yeah you just have this like aura around you and you know whether or not like it, like not being specific about the hairstyle or anything like mm-hmm. that but just yeah like it speaks to those like yeah uh hard to put into words uh, feeling that you get when you're around someone that you just want to be around. I guess my favorite lyric would be in the bridge where Harry sings, my heart is racing, she's turning around, I reach for her hand, and I say, and then it moves into the chorus. I don't know. I just think it's, like, cute when a guy's, like, admits to feeling a little nervous about, like, around a girl that he has a crush on. I just think that's really cute. Um, so, mm. yeah. That's not the kind of guy that I would think is making assumptions and, and being confident about reading situations like we were talking about. Yeah. I think that's more attractive than just being, like, a whole, like, just overly confident douchebag of, like, I can get any girl I want. Yeah. And, it's of course, it's Harry saying it. He killed that bridge. I don't care what you say about <laughs> this song. He killed the part. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> only part that was good was Harry's. Part. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, now we can rate the song. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna write my rating down. We're doing. We're gonna. We're gonna, gonna do it in secret first. Yeah. They're gonna. We're gonna try this whole thing. Hold on, sorry. Well, I, didn't, Tosh, I didn't write one down. This is why we're doing it this way. Okay, I I just did it. It took me two seconds I to was, open my calculator and press a number. I know, but I wasn't. I needed to think about it. Oh. All right, I've thought about it. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Right. 1.5 from Tosh. Yep. A two from me. Do you want to talk about your writing? Yeah, I mean, uh, you you did influence me a little bit because you mentioned another world. And <laughs> you're like, oh, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I read that one. <laughs> so it's just like there are some redeeming qualities if I really dig down deep to the, for this. So, yeah, I'm, but I didn't really enjoy the song, I have to say. Yeah. So, well, I gave it a two because, like, I don't hate it. Um, <laughs> I will, like, you know, bop my head along when it's on, but it's so forgettable that I feel like it can't warrant over a two 
So yeah, it's yeah. like the song is telling you, "Come on, remember, remember me. me, remember, remember, <laughs> Simba, who who you are." <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, that's an average of 1.75. Not the greatest. Not the greatest. But not the worst. You know, one of these days we should, like, <laughs> recap, uh, you know? Like, maybe when we get to, like, episode 20 or something. Yeah. We should be well, like... we're already on episode 12. Look yeah, yeah, we're almost there. Uh, yeah, we should just be, like, highlights of, like, the best song so far. Oh, yeah. The worst okay. song so far. And... Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's been a recurring theme of this song though of like not the best <laughs> not the worst so close to the worst i would say it's at the bottom yeah it's near the, it's yeah yeah i was like explaining um to a kid that i babysit today the like concept of ratings um and i was like yeah on a scale of one to five like five's the best and one it's the worst because like something was rated a two he was asking like what that meant and i was like so a two just means it's like not that good so (laughs) weren't you saying the other day that this person this kid was like um rate it from a 30 to a 20 yes (laughs) and then you were like okay so 20 being the worst and he's like like, it's "Um, up to you (laughs) you're you're the one rating it (laughs) yeah Maybe that should be our new scale. 30 to 20. 30 Um, to 20. Everyone has their own metric of how they interpret that scale. Today I'm going to rate this a 16 over 4 (laughs) divided by, or multiplied by 7. Which would be 28. There you go. Which would fall under 30 to 20. There you go. That's exactly what I was intending to do. Oh. All right. Well, this was uh, Come On, Come On. So, Come On, Come On, Tosh. Let's 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 end this listen podcast. to a let's better in this episode. Let's end this and uh, what listen, listen to a better to a song. Better song. What's a do, be- you re- do you remember which one? Next, um, one next week is Canyon Moon. Canyon Moon, and we're gonna have a very special guest. Um, for the next two weeks, I'm not gonna say who yet. Tosh is looking at me like he doesn't know. No, like, I do know. They no, are. I'm just more surprised that you're not. Not uh, announcing it. Okay. Well, I just want it to be a surprise. Okay, surprise guests su- that may or may not be related to Emily. Okay, well, now you just gave it away. No, I didn't say who it was. Okay. Well, yeah, so next week will be Canyon Moon. Um, thank you so much for listening. This was A Hairy Situation. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at A Hairy Pod. Make sure to give us some ratings, you know? Give us. Yeah. Um, some stars on Spotify. There you go. Or wherever you get your podcast. So join us next week for a hairy situation. Bye. Bye.